So now for our final segment, we are going to look at the growing public health challenge New York faces as COVID infections increase. And we appear destined for a second wave of the pandemic that could be fierce. So are we adequately prepared to to confront what's coming? We're going to talk here in a moment with Sean Petty, a public health nurse, a a nurse at a public hospital in the Bronx, also a member of the New York State Nurses Association. We recently ran an interview with Sean at independent.org called New York's officials have given up on eradicating this virus. We're really happy to have him join us this evening. Sean, thanks for coming on the Independent News Hour. Glad to be here. Sure. So uh, can you dive in? Because we, we have a, a few minutes here. And can you dive in right away into the, I guess, the main reasons that you're concerned uh, that New York City isn't fully prepared to uh, face this uh crisis that appears to be coming? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, first, I think, you know, we can give, uh, uh, we can account for um, what has transpired over the last five months since the first initial wave, you know, happened and and was so devastating, you know, for all of us here in New York City in particular. Um, You know, the the hospital systems and, and the public health agencies have, you know, increased uh, PPE stockpiles. They have done more um, thorough uh, surge planning for hospital capacity. There have there's been more the development of more communication between hospitals and hospital systems in terms of transferring patients and and freeing up that capacity um, to handle increased um, uh, the second wave. Um, and you know we, what's gotten a lot of publicity is, you know, developing some of the testing and tracing capacity. Um, but I think um, the, the thing to emphasize is that um, these developments, while a step forward, are really anemic and really still create a healthcare system that is far too precarious to be able to successfully say um, we are prepared. And I think, you know, it's possible that, you know, we, the best case scenario could happen and we won't, um, and we won't hit hospital capacity and we won't run out of PPE, but it's far from assured. And already we have breached the first, um, hospital capacity question in, in, uh, Southern Staten Island where they've just had to open up a, an ancillary facility, um, that they used in March and April. Uh, and that was announced yesterday. Um, so we're we're still, um, you know, we're we're receiving reports from facilities all around the city that PPE in some places is still being rationed. Nurses are still being asked in some places, not all, um, and not at my facility, are being asked to reuse their N95 masks um, instead of relying on um, reusable PPE, in particular with respirators, with the masks that we wear, which are the, the highest degree of protection and the most necessary protection, we could have been investing as a city, as a state, in reusable elastrometric respirators, um, which would um, avert the supply chain issues that we had in March and April. Um, the city and state have uh, uh, ultimately failed to do that. Um, Insanely, you know, uh, Governor Cuomo continued to implement um, Medicaid cuts in the April budget, 
and de Blasio has implemented a billion dollars in cuts to the public sector workforce in their budgets, which um, add a degree of chaos and precarity to uh, the backbone of our response system. Uh, and um, you have uh, safety net hospitals in New Rochelle and in central Brooklyn uh, in the one Brooklyn health system um, threatening to close, threatening to decrease acute acute uh, care beds. Um, and then you have what I think is the signature issue that the state is unprepared for, which is going to be a huge difference between March and April and now, which is a staffing crisis. Um, in March and April, we fortunately, because we were the epicenter of the, the viral outbreak nationally, <laughs> we got we got a lot of reinforcements. Exactly. We got resources from the armed forces, from staffing agencies. We, our hospitals were flooded at a certain point. We were drowning. Um, uh, and, and it was a, uh, a hellish, um, unbelievable mess until those reinforcements got there. And once those staffing reinforcements got there, we were on cloud nine and we were, we felt, we felt like we could take this thing on. Those will not be forthcoming. We already know that. We know that, that they're being deployed already. The national, you know, the, the, the military resources are being deployed to North Dakota. Um, right. They're being deployed um, uh, already. The, the entire country is being hit at the exact same time. So we are not going to all the staffing agencies that we, we had nurses coming from Florida, coming from Texas, coming from everywhere into New York. Um, and those nurses are, are back home. Those nurses are elsewhere around the country. Those nurses... There won't be those nurses there. There won't be those doctors there. So that's where we're going to run into the most uh, – that's the most precarious situation. And that's – and Cuomo was asked – Governor Cuomo was asked directly about that at the press conference yesterday, and he had he had no answer other than we hope it we, – we think it won't get that bad. Um, <laughs> and that's not an answer. Well, he pocketed an Emmy Award yesterday, but that's uh, – um, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. Um, he's uh, also – yeah. But as far as his uh, day job goes, uh, yeah, you sometimes wonder if he's uh, uh, got it got it all together. Um, so you mentioned, well, actually, we we've just got about another minute or so here. I, I just want to mention something. I got a note from a, a, a longtime reader of our paper today who tried to uh, go get a, a COVID test, and he described it as I went to a free city clinic at eight thirty a.m. Um, there was probably a hundred people in line. He went to another clinic and stood in line for an hour and a half and, and bailed out and then went to a city MD clinic a few blocks away. And uh, the line was spread out for two blocks. And uh, this was uh, somebody who lives in, uh, in Brooklyn. Um, it, it, is the is the city even prepared to offer, uh, you know, fast and accessible testing for people as this thing Um uh, accelerate not, not to the extent that is necessary absolutely not um you know they've they've really squandered the last five months to reinvent our entire approach towards healthcare. covid was and is a world historic wake-up call and cuomo and de blasio keep hitting the snooze button um our mm. testing and tracing capacity uh, still have completely failed to contain even the clusters that have happened um since March and April, much less this massive, you know, entire wave of clusters that everybody predicted was going to happen. All of the projections 
uh, from all the major epidemiology institutes, University of Washington, Columbia University, all of them predicted it was basically going to be happening. They got it within a week. They we're even worse than their projections in terms of how quickly, um, you know, but, but we're, we're right. They, we they, we have um, about 15 seconds of you. If you just yeah. want to wrap so, up your thoughts. Yeah. Um, so the, the testing capacity is anemic and it's not prepared to the scale that it needs to be. Um, and unfortunately, uh, we're going to still, we're in a position now though, that we are, um, we can fight them um, and organize just like we did to get PPE, um, and right now the key battle is uh, we need to get them to tax the rich to provide the resources that we need. We we can uh, be right. able to do that in this context. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Sean Petty, uh, nurse at the Jacoby Medical Center in the Bronx and uh, sounding the alarm about um, our public health uh, infrastructure right now. Thank you for joining us on the Independent News Hour.